Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here, hope you're all doing well, it's a nice day. All right, we're going to talk about descriptions, you GMs out there, and we'll talk about that right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. I, once again, I recently watched a YouTube video by DM Lair, and uh, I think there was another one out there too, about what kind of info do you give your players as far as like, do you do you do an info dump or do you, you wait until they ask something? Well, you know, you got, it's a fine line, but you really should avoid the info dumps because yeah, you're, I consider GMs a storyteller, but I also consider the players storytellers too because they got to sell part of the story too. But the point is you got to set them up before you can knock them down. I mean, before you can uh, let them go and do whatever player characters do, if you know what I mean. So how and when you give the information is very, very important. Now, here's something. If they come into a new area, now I'm talking about descriptions like dungeons or maybe going down the street or in the woods or something like that. A new area. It's nice to break down your your into your area into like zones or something. So you can do it that way. But that's that, I'll get to that later. What I want to talk about is your power of description. You can't sit there and read a, you know, a whole big page of block, block text from a module, say, or your notes. You know, you had a whole page of notes. You can't sit. You can't do that. You're going to lose them. I mean, there's going to be a couple of people who are going to pay attention, but after a little while, they're just sort of going to, I think I'll go look on my phone or something like that. So, and also it's, it's a little more realistic the, the way I'm going to tell you about it. Um, think about this. When you walk into a room that you don't know. What's the first thing you see? The room. You see what's around the room, but you see the room first. Then you may see what's in the room. And that's usually, to me, that's usually the way humans work. So describe it as if you're you're just walking into a room. Now, you know I'm a fan of bullet points during prep. That's all in service of this. I only want to give the players, the player characters, as much information as they need at the time. They want any more info, they ask me. And he is right by saying the people in the room, the things in the room, as far as like humans or monsters, that's the last thing you do that you describe. Because, like he said, otherwise they're going to hear it's a monster, they're going to ignore everything else. So this is how I do it. Say they're in a dungeon, uh, wizard's tower, dungeon, whatever, and they walk into a bedroom. 
And I say, the door opens, say, assuming there's no traps or anything like that. The door opens, and you see a bedroom. And then you let them ask questions. Now, if you want to elaborate a little, you can add a descriptor to that. You see a fancy bedroom, or you see a very plain bedroom, or something like that. And then you wait for the questions. And they will come. Okay, what's in this room? Ah, what's in this room? And once again, minimum. Uh, there's a dresser, there's a four-poster bed, and there is another door out the other way, uh, out to the side. Okay? That gives them a little more information. Then they would tell me, I, I would say, well, what are you going to do? I walk in here. I go over to the dresser. Okay, you go over to the dresser. What do I see? Well, you see a mirror and you see uh, maybe a, a note on, the, on top of the dresser. What's the note say? Well, you tell them. I open the dresser and then, you know, then you start, you know, they're basically examining the room. But don't tell them what they're going to see right away. Because they have to, first of all, they got to work for it. Okay, you know, you're just you're just an info machine at this point. You're just somebody who said, okay, this is here. You give them the minimum. This is why I do bullet points in prep in my own stuff. This is here. Okay, it's that, that, and that. I go through modules and rewrite module descriptions in bullet points. And if you don't have a chance to do that, say somebody handed me a module, say you got to do this in an hour. Say I'm at a con, says we want you to run this in an hour. I look through it, I look through the descriptors, and try, if I have a highlighter, even better, I try to take, take a, a highlighter and highlight the important stuff, or take another piece of paper and write out a bullet point. Room one, bedroom, the, the dresser, uh, four-poster bed, a, a, you know, a fireplace, whatever. And then you can make notes next to that, depending on what it says. Your own notes, you're making it up anyway. So do the bullet points. Do it, do it, do it, because you can only get better at this. That's the whole point. <laughs> you can only get better at this game. Yes, it is work. But then again, prep is work. So, you know, you're gonna, if you're going to do it anyway, might as well do it right. Might as well do it the easy way. You know what I'm saying? Work harder, not smarter. Uh, as Willy Wonk would say, strike that, reverse it, and... <laughs> It gets, you know, it'll get better because you're saying, you walk into a room, it's a bedroom. What's in the bedroom? Four-poster bed, a dresser, a door going to the other side, and, and a monster. Boom. The monster is last, so then they can, okay, roll for initiative. And after they dispatch the monster or monsters, assuming it is in a TPK or something like that, then they can start looking around. You know, um, you you break the room up into zones, the bed the bed zone, the dresser zone, the fireplace zone, something like that. And in your notes, in the bullet points, you can put if there's something there, maybe in parentheses or something. I always like to I like to when I use I do my notes on graph paper or dot paper, and I always like to skip a line, even with regular rule paper. I skip a line so I have more room to write, so I can write. Stuff like that in there. 
You know, always leave yourself some room to add notes in your prep. Even if you're just, like I said, even if you're just using a module. I found that it's just easier to just write it out the way you can. I mean, if it's some big five, big old mega dungeon, just do do as many sections as you think is going to happen in that time period, session time period. And then you just break it up like that. See, that's the thing. People think GM's GM's job is, yeah, it's, it's it takes some work. It's kind of hard. But at the same time, a lot of it is just, okay, this is the kitchen. This is the bedroom. This is the, you know, you're just, it's just work, work, you know? It's it's nothing special. You, I'm not using my great creative juices to put something in there. Oh, I might use some creativity, but it's mostly uh, you're doing a laundry list for yourself. And the bullet points are there for you to do the minimal description and to trigger your mind during the game. You need those triggers because you don't want to sit there and they ask what's in the room and you're reading two paragraphs of box text to yourself. And then you go up and try and rephrase it into something easy. That's not that. One, it's not easy. And two, it takes up time in the game. You don't want to do that. So I'm all for rewriting. Like I said, if you're doing a mega dungeon or a five level dungeon or something like that, just, just take a chunk of it and do it because you know, if you're if you're in a campaign, the last session you should have said, okay, what do you guys want to do next? If they're in like the middle of the dungeon or they got to the dungeon or they're in the city or where do you guys want to go next? And then you plan for that. The the adage is you only plan, I think it was Professor Dungeon Master said, you only plan for the next session. Yes, you have an overall view of what's going on in the world, but as far as you got to drill down, as far as the group goes, you only plan as much as your next session. Okay, the notes you've taken for the bigger picture are the bigger picture. You can always look at those during prep, saying, okay, is there anything there that needs to be emphasized in this session? And then you do so. I'm going to give another, another example. My, my, my uh, cattle drive, my, my famous iconic cattle drive campaign, where the big bad knows they're coming, but so he tries to ambush them. And I, I made sure that every session we have where there's a situation, because it was very episodic, you know, they land in another city, this happens. They land in another city, that happens. But I always made sure there was one encounter they had in wherever they were that didn't quite make sense. What I mean is, all of a sudden, you know, they dealt with this and they're walking down an alley and they're like three closets, poof, show up and try to kill them. Or, you know, um, maybe, maybe they caught an assassin or something like that. What that is, is the bad guy trying to stop them. They don't have to know what's going on. They don't have to. You know what's going on. You, it's, you know, the, what was that all about? It's, yeah, it's a mystery, isn't it? Jeez, I don't know. Anyway, you get you get the drip. You get drip. You get the drift. <laughs> you get the drift of what I'm saying. You only plan as much as your next session, and that includes rewriting whatever you need to rewrite, which is the bullet point. You know, which, which is the bullet points. Like I said, and it also helps you it stick in your brain 
better. Writing something down rather than typing it in is a great way to get something to stick better in your brain. It just, it is. I've, I've discovered that. I'm trying to journal, not very successful at it, but when I do prep, if I've got something that's already published and I rewrite it, I go, oh, okay. And who knows? Sometimes I may even, I may even improve on it as far as my campaign goes. No, I don't like this thing, but I like this thing. I'm going to take that and put that here. That way it helps you, you know, remember that and gives you a little bit more oomph as far as adjusting it to your campaign, let's say. Okay. Well, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. And if you want to do a single donation, this is my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. And like I said, if you want to talk about anything, just just send me an email at oldmangrognard.com or you can send me a voicemail at Spotify for Podcasters. There, I said it right. Anyway, let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Benjamin Brodell, John Allen Large, and Aaron. Thank you. Let's uh, other good podcasts. Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air.